previously on Live at 605. He left his big, big card. This was the same day. That's what I just said. Oh, my God. <laughs> wait, wait, say, say that one more time. This was the same day. <laughs> John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Live 605. Amazing. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is season 21, episode 6 of Live at 605. And I'm your podcaster, John, coming back at you. Hey, everyone. I'm Valerie Gomez. And yeah, this is the halfway point of season 21 of the podcast. Which is crazy. Well, it feels like we just started it like two weeks ago. Totally. We took such a long break and now we're like halfway through. It's like, (laughs) oh my God, we're almost done two straight months of, of doing this thing back up again i think the crazy thing is though now that everything's kind of opening back up in ontario or in canada mm-hmm. maybe or the world right um there might be opportunities for the second half of the season for real things to start happening <laughs> i agree yeah hopefully we have a concert coming up that we we do we got concerts we got hopefully potential trips mm-hmm. We got all kinds of good stuff coming up. Totally. So we'll see. But we got a jam-packed episode again this week. But before mm-hmm. we get into it, why don't, why don't you give out all your contact information? Yeah. If you want to check out, especially this week, some of the cool shit we've been up to, it's Val Gomez23 uh, on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And yep. you can check out some of the posts from the week. Well, we had a big week of, of posts, both you and I. We'll get to that in yeah. a little bit. But you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. I have... A celebrity new follower on Twitter, which we'll get to in a bit as well. New best friend. And yeah, you can also like us and follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Just search live at 605. And we always have lots of good memes and gifts and all that fun stuff up there, which is awesome. And then I feel like we haven't told people to leave a comment on iTunes in a while. Yeah, I was happy about that. Because <laughs> I was always one how to do it in this. The plug was so long. Yeah, but I feel like, you know, we we have a lot of great comments on there, but we could use some new ones. It's been a while. So just, you know, on your phone, just leave a comment, subscribe. You, I'm sure most people subscribe, but just leave a comment on iTunes because every chance you do gets us closer closer to the news and noteworthy section. Uh-oh. But see, you're much better at that <laughs> than me. So, uh, yeah, I think this week is going to basically be week in review. Yes, because it was a great week. A great week from the Great Hall. Ooh. Big, big week. Views from the Great Hall. Ooh, that might be the name of the uh, episode. Damn. So, we, yeah, we, this week, last week was actually our three year wedding anniversary, which we can. How come that got no air horns? We made it. We did. I know for some reason I gave it a. Oh, boy. I know, because we haven't done one in a while, I feel like. I got, I, we did I got, one last week. I know, but I'm. I just. We both just woke up from a nap, <laughs> so I'm slow. I'm slow on the sound effects here. I gotta keep seeing what we got. Uh, so are they labeled? They are labeled, but I have to run through them. Oh, I see. I have to cycle through them. It's gonna. It might take me a while to to do one of those, or and then your favorite. <laughs> Can I say one quick thing? I expect no more. Oh boy! No, this is a this is a compliment for you. Go. Uh, I obviously listen to just a lot more podcasts than you do. I listen to ours. I and know maybe you do. Rewatchables. Oh, a good tease as well. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that. You, yeah, I listen to a, a bunch of different podcasts. I started uh, watching them because most of the podcasts are all comedian podcasts. A lot of them also post the video on YouTube, so I started yeah. watching some of them. And four of my favorite podcasts use the Roadcast Sound Ooh. Mixer. Steve-O's podcast uses the Roadcast Sound Mixer. Mm-hmm. Burt Kreischer on the Burtcast uses mm-hmm. it. Tuesdays with Stories use it. Mm-hmm. And I think I saw We Might Be Drunk also uses it, cool. which are four of my favorite comedian podcasts. Well, I was going to say, I mean, we said this over the Christmas holiday podcast. I, when I was researching this for your birthday last mm. year, mm-hmm. which is like bananas because we'll almost be up to it again. I know. Um, <clears throat> it was. It was like an industry standard, yep. most you um, user interface friendly for newbies, but most powerful for like heavy hitters, if yeah. you will. And so I was like, oh, this is awesome. But it was all the things I knew you wanted 
in a board. Oh yeah. Um, that felt visually cool and accessible. Oh, it's visual, visual, visually, mm-hmm. I can't say that word. <laughs> it's stunning to me. I mean, I love all the colors. It's just, it is, it's like you said, it's very easy to use mm-hmm. for a newbie with a soundboard, even though I, we both come from a production, production background and I love just mixing and mm-hmm. putting up and down the volume and stuff. I love having the sound effects at my fingertips. It saves time on editing. But the biggest thing it does is I always hated recording through GarageBand. It just, for whatever reason, I, the mics were never great. And I just, I always had issues with it. I haven't had one single issue ever with this. And I think the sound quality has been amazing because we have these new microphones totally. and everything. So I love the the sound mixer. And the only thing I do, so I always check to make sure it's recording because I, I get nervous sometimes. I don't That's because you have PTSD from before. Exactly. So I, I love this and I love seeing mm-hmm. it on other people's podcasts, which is really cool. So Amazing. Do you want to just get into this episode? Do you do you have any sponsorships this week you can think of? Um. <clears throat> well, I mean, yes, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had one that we can kind of just piggyback on mm-hmm. uh, together. So why don't we get into it? This is our joint sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So we've... One of my favorite shows, this will segue into it, is the show called How To with John Wilson mm-hmm. on HBO. It was, it was definitely my top 10 sh- favorite shows of the year that we did on the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's basically like a documentary film style. This guy who lives in New York City and films the most absurd things you'll ever see. Like you'll see someone like um, walking down the street with a full piano on their back mm-hmm. or you'll see just like wild stuff like that. But it's also in the backdrop of like real life happening. Cause the episode you made me watch was how to make a risotto. Yeah. And it was the backdrop to the pandemic starting. Exactly. Like there's one episode about like, it's, it's all, yeah. How to, so it's like each episode is how to make risotto, how to make friends. Mm-hmm. And for that episode, he goes to like spring break in Miami and you just see all the crazy drunk college kids and you see Polly D there and all mm-hmm. this stuff. It's just a really funny show. And I feel mm-hmm. like this week, we just saw some very absurd things around our neighborhood and just like <laughs> yeah. out in the world. So I have a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if you have any, you can jump on top of that. But well, I was going to say to, to start that, I wonder if um, especially like, I don't know if any of the listeners out there, you know, we don't go to a gym. So no. it's like our usual physical activity is like doing our walk. And I would say because we moved into a new house right before the pandemic started, our walk is basically like around our block yeah. and it is like, you know, you see the same characters, you kind of do the same routine in like, we basically go two different ways all the time. But I wonder because we're in a pandemic, are we more hyper aware of these crazy things we see? Like if we were living a normal life, AirPods on, you and I probably wouldn't be walking together as much. Well, we definitely wouldn't be walking together as much. I think me personally, I, I, I like people watching. <laughs> yeah, you do. And so I'm always just aware because I'm also, yeah. we're both fast walkers. So I'm mm-hmm. always aware of walking past totally. people and stuff like that. So, okay. Hit me with it. I'm going to start slow and then end big. And you know what the big one is, the one that you hate. Did you do the sting? I did. I did the sting already. I did the sponsorship. Okay. So the first one, I'm just looking at my thing. Let's just start small. What was on our pergola this week? That was kind of weird. <laughs> so, and, and like... Because you saw it first. Yeah, because it freaked the shit out of me. So, help me out here. If we go into the summer and the, our pergola gets destroyed, oh I will fucking lose it. Well, did right? we tell people? I'm sure we did. I think we, yeah. we quickly just tell them what happened to it last so, year. So, there's multiple things. Obviously, if you've gone on the journey with us for 605 podcast, you'll know that the pergola had a carpenter bee in it. We couldn't get oh out and John had to smoke, smoke it out. Yeah. Then we had something gnawing at the wood yeah. on our pergola and we're like, what the fuck? And then we realized squirrels, because they're fucking mutated mm-hmm. in Toronto, basically floss on yeah. our wood, on our per- pergola. And then our first set or... Of um, Uh, like string lights, string lights that we had all up the previous year, twenty twenty. Fine, twenty twenty one. Most of twenty twenty one. A hundred percent. They were up. Yeah, for they're up all twenty twenty. No problem. Twenty twenty one from December till late July. Yeah, because when my parents. 
put up our patio set, yeah. they were still there. So let's say it's mid-August. Mid-August. All of a sudden, I'm like, what the fuck is dangling from the pergola? Is it not our lights? They've been like chewed, chewed. out. But I thought we were getting targeted and they'd been cut. But then we realized, <laughs> oh, no, like John did research and it's like well, first squirrels all, like to eat per- like uh, lights. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, we're not. Tar- you, you mean targeted like someone with like scissors is cutting yeah. them? Well, we kind of, our backyard is on a hill. Yeah. And we have a big fence. Yes. So no one can get Nobody in. Nobody can get and in. And there's no and door. There's no gate. To, there's no gate. Um, I, I, I was more worried about raccoons because we see raccoons sometimes walking across the fence. Yeah. But they don't really come into our backyard or a pergola. But no. there's always squirrels on our pergola. And then, yeah, I read that squirrels are known to eat like Christmas lights and they like wire and stuff like that. So, like, Which is crazy to me. Then there's like squirrels squirrels like sunbathing on the pergola right and like all this stuff like it's just annoying to me so then all well, of a squirrel sudden ate through our lights twice because we bought a new set oh, of yeah. lights it was like a week later. it was a week later they <laughs> ate them so i'm like i'm shutting this down for this year we're not getting more lights i know i felt really sad john well, put john put his foot down <laughs> these lights aren't cheap we got an amazon gift card i know well we're gonna get more you can buy lights today if you want Really? Yeah, we're not going to put them up the snow's gone, though. Really? Oh, boy. <laughs> so, so. Um, so, anyway, so last week, um, I, like, I'm looking out at the backyard, and, you know, I am somebody, you know, I'm going to come out on a ledge, I am not as great with wildlife. I don't want them close to our house. I don't no, want squirrels no, 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 peering no. into our windows. Yeah. Right? Raccoons scare the fuck out of me, so do sure. birds. Yeah. I saw a fox the other day, and I was freaking out. That was because we were driving home at like 2 in the morning. Yeah. Was that was yesterday. Fox coyote. Fox catcher. Yeah. And so, basically, I looked through our backyard window. All of a sudden, there's this giant black thing sitting on the pergola. Okay. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? It's like larger than a squirrel, yeah. but smaller than a puma. I would hope so. I don't think we have pumas. <laughs> so it might as well have That escalated been. quickly. You could have said like sm- bigger than a squirrel, smaller than like an elephant. What? No, that's <laughs> even more escalation. That weird. I know. So anyway, so I walk up closer. Is there not now a cat fucking hibernating on our pergola? Just chilling like a villain on top of that bad boy. So obviously I was very upset. You were upset. And then I was shocked when I said, yeah, that's weird, but I'm like, at least it's not a raccoon. And your first reaction was almost as if... <laughs> it was a raccoon. <laughs> no, I was going to No, your first reaction was like, oh, I'd rather it was a raccoon. I was yeah. like, excuse me? <laughs> and then you quickly like, no, it's I obviously rather... A cat. I, I would rather have a cat chilling on a pergola than a raccoon. Yeah, I think it's just more, like, again, my knowledge of wildlife equally as... Wildlife, you- a domesticated <laughs> cat. <laughs> If it's domesticated, why is it sitting on our pergola? Because it's an outdoor cat. You know that. We see, like, there's so many outdoor cats that it would be a feral cat. It's not feral. I think it's it's not a Will feral cat. It's someone lets their backyard door open and it climbed up the fence and walked over and liked our pergola. You know what I don't want? What? When we eventually get to sit on our unchewed lights in the summer in our backyard amongst friends is having a cat sitting on our fucking head. Unless it's Jinxie cat. Right. I don't want no cats. But it's not going to. The reason why these things are outside is because there's no one outside in the backyards. If we have music or people talking, like, they're not going to be... I mean, who the hell knows? Maybe it would. I was about to say, slow your roll. Do you remember that time Sean, Tesla, me, and you were in the backyard? And that fucking raccoon poked its head in the backyard. I know, but these raccoons are crazy. You know that. Fine. So next up, let's go from smaller to a bit bigger weird things. Mm-hmm. This was, I think, Friday and. The stupid Punxsutawney Phil saw his shadow or he didn't see his shadow. But all I know is like every week the snow melts. We're like, okay, finally the snow's gone. And then there's a big snowstorm. Mm-hmm. So Thursday overnight into Friday morning, there was a bunch of snow that fell on the ground. And so we obviously had to do a bunch of shoveling. And then <laughs> Not a bunch. We have compared to most. Well, we, we have a patch to shovel. Previous to buying this house, I hadn't shoveled a house. I shoveled in like 15 years. <laughs> So we're going for a walk just down our street, just an afternoon walk, and we see a guy shoveling. <laughs> but what kind of shoveling was this weirdo doing? Do you <gasps> remember this? Yeah, this was a bit bizarre. Okay, so again, it there's snow, snow banks mm. on the like side of the street because of the plow, banks. right? Because of the plow going through. This man is shoveling his driveway. Yes, but then throwing all the snow into the middle of the street. <laughs> What the that hell? Was, that was 
had such good timing. I know. But I was like, yo, bro, what the fuck are you doing? You can't do that. Yeah, he's shoveling from his 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 driveway into the middle of the street. But a big pile. But then we're like, you know that point where you're like, at this point in the pandemic, like I have no filter and I kind of wanted to be like, what are you doing? I think he saw us and he tried to like disperse yeah, it a little bit because <laughs> he was just doing a big pile and like there was no one around for a while and Until then he's, we can and then you saw he kind of like looked right looked at, at, at us and i'm like what what are you doing like why are you putting this in the middle of the road <laughs> like a big it was so strange it was so silly because he also had like much like other people areas to pile up the snow he was just being lazy and didn't want to deal with it Yes. And so the hope, I think, would be that if you threw it on the street, cars would just flatten it. Yeah. But I, then you said you've seen this before. I said that? Yeah. And I was like, who the fuck does this? When did I say? I, I when don't... we were walking. So I was so perturbed. <laughs> nice word there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen just a lot of weird shoveler, shovel, mm-hmm. shovels and mm-hmm. stuff. So that, that was very strange. Mm-hmm. And then we also, we, one of us needs to bring our phone on these walks because we don't typically bring our phones because we like to go for walks and leave unplugged, unplugged. Mm-hmm. And I would love to have taken a video of, of mm-hmm. that guy doing it because it was so strange. Mm-hmm. The next one we've now seen twice. Yeah. And he, the second time he looked at us. Yeah. Because he's, what he's doing is fucking weird. So you, people, we're going to say what he does, but you can't do something out of the ordinary and then be like. What the fuck when you see people staring at you? Yeah. This so is just weird. This was just, this was a little bit weird um, because I feel like in one way it's like uh, maybe drive a car, put the object in your car and drive home. No, but that's not what he's doing. No, it's- I know. That's what I mean. Like you're, you want to draw attention to yourself. Sure. Right. And so, okay. So on yet another two walks, yes. John and I are walking the first time around. I'm like, what the fuck is that in the distance? And so sometimes when the sidewalk is hasn't been like shoveled or it's really slippery we opt to walk on the street except you know much like life there's cars coming around so you're like okay you need to move quickly over the snowbank or the unshoveled fucking street by Mm. buddy right and jump onto the sidewalk we all of a sudden see a guy walking towards us on the same side and we're like i guess we'll walk to the sidewalk which is there's only one of him and two of us yeah so we always john talk John and I always talk about like pandemic etiquette where it's like, if you're a parent with a child, Mm. we'll always move out of the way. If you're a parent with a stroller, multiple people, it's, it's, it's a play of numbers. If there's two of you and one of us, right. You have to move away for the single person walking. Right. right? So we were like, okay, we're on the street, so we'll move for you. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you can take the sidewalk. But as we walk closer to this guy, we're like, What's behind him? Right. What, what is it? I don't know. Tell him and then we'll I'll hit the. So all of a sudden we kind of get closer and this guy looks like he's wearing like a parachute. Yeah, um, exactly. Backpack. Yeah. And then we kind of see in like a little bit around him. He's dragging like a truck tire. <laughs> yeah. This guy's dragging a truck tire connected to his parachute rope. Like this is his exercise. But first of all, he's like not going out of his way to get out of our way, even though he's taking up so much room. But then the second part is, it's like, yo, bro, you're not moving swiftly if a car is coming. Well, Because he's on the road, right? He's on the road with a truck tire. And like you said, snow banks, cars parked on the side, like it's very narrow and stuff. It's like, he doesn't give a shit. This is his world. 100%. These these are these people's worlds. We're just disturbing them in it. Well, and so, and like for our own commentary. So I think the crazy thing was, (laughs) he's obviously like, trying out for like a tough mudder competition or something right my my mother's a saint (laughs) so tough mudder (laughs) so then um give me some wooter but i think uh yeah it was fucked up so then we both were like what was that and then the next day yeah when we did the same walk we actually saw him again but this time he smiled at us yeah so we can't be mad at him it's like he knew that we knew that he, I we thought he was a little nutty, so he wanted to acknowledge it. So he smiled at us to seem know. friendly. Maybe I guess I just wish I could live like a day in someone like that's shoes because I would just feel <laughs> too weird walking down the street with a tire connected to my back. <laughs> not even Be- a no, regular size tire. And it's not even on my back. It's being dragged on the street. Like a sleigh. Like there's other ways to like exercise and work out. I, I don't know. It just Well, like then, he could have had like ankle weights. <laughs> He could have had full body weights under his jacket. Oh, I'd be sure none the wiser. But you got to be dragging a tire. Well, especially if like a child is not sitting in it like a sled. 
Exactly. <laughs> like. So, and then the one last thing that we saw, uh, which is something you hate, but I thought was quite comical. Well, I didn't see it. So, I think this was on, fr- this was Thursday. Thursday. We made lunch and you, you're the chef, so you always make lunch and I always do the dishes just because that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. And then Thursday after lunch, I was like, okay. I was like, okay, you go do your thing. I'm going to just quickly do the dishes before I get back to work. Mm -hmm. And our kitchen faces the front driveway area. And maybe like 20 feet across from where the window is or 30 feet, whatever it is, there's a big like brick wall that kind of separates our area from the backyards of the opposing street. And I'm just out there. I'm doing the dishes. And all of a sudden, I see a raccoon <gasps> walking along like this brick. Fucking daytime raccoon. Daytime. It's one o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. I'm like, I'm going to hear you say something because you're. Uh, the off. music. Yeah. The, the music room is directly in front. The window directly faces that same wall that I'm looking yeah. at. I'm like, oh, no, you're going to see this. And it's going to be, you know, you're going to be like, oh, my God, there's a raccoon. This sucks. Yeah. So. I see it walking. I'm like, oh, just get the hell out of here. And it's probably this this fence. It's what, like 15 feet in the air? It's pretty high up. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I see the raccoon slip. And it's a brick wall. It's a brick it's wall. It's not even a, a staggered brick wall. It's just got the like cement stacking. So it's, it's pretty flush. Yeah. So I see this raccoon fall. <laughs> and as he's falling, almost like, On you know. a car, almost. Yeah, he would have fallen. As he's about to fall into a car, just like Tom Hanks in Mission Impossible 2, that rock climbing Tom scene. Tom Hanks was in Mission Impossible 2? <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I got, I, yeah, you got me. That was a good one. Tom Cruise mm-hmm. in Mission Impossible 2, which is, by the way, my favorite Mission Impossible. And it's can't everyone's be that, least. Can't be that favorite if you, <laughs> if you thought Forrest Gump was in it. Oh, boy. Everyone hates uh, Mission Impossible 2, but you know who I found it found out is in Mission Impossible 2? Link the Sink. Oh, damn. He has a very, very small role because he's Australian, and the movie takes place in Australia. Oh, damn. Uh, that was like a cross um, between <laughs> many things that I'm not going to touch upon. So this raccoon is falling, and then with his right hand, he's got opposable thumbs, like you said, his right hand, <gasps> he grabs the brick wall and is dangling there like Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible 2. And it's at this point that I can't believe my eyes. So I actually bring, grab my phone and I start recording it. And he's swinging with one arm. Like he's holding on for dear life. And he takes his left hand. Uh, he grabs the, the brick wall again. Because there's only the mortar to clean. To, it's, that's it. That's it. There's nothing. And so he grabs both with both his hands. And he starts trying to pull up like and trying to get up. And he now he's using his feet and he's trying to like dangle and put his feet on the brick wall. And he's just having this crazy time and he eventually pulls himself up. And I can't believe what I'm witnessing here. It's like the craziest video. And then he eventually I stopped recording, but he climbs back all the way to the top of the fence and just mm-hmm. kind of mosey his way down the street and into someone else's backyard. But I was like, oh man, I, I can't. That Pazuzu would have been good with the tire on his back. He's clearly oh, also yeah. trying out for some mad Olympics. Well, he was doing parkour. Yeah. <laughs> So I see this, and the first thing I want to do is tell people, but I clearly can't tell you because I know you're going to be no. sad and upset and all these things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm shocked that you haven't seen it because, again, you're facing the same window yeah. as, as I am. And I'm like, well, what do you do in 2022? You've got to post it to Instagram stories because it's just, <laughs> it's amazing. But what I ended up doing was grabbing the Mission Impossible theme song. Ooh. And I put the music to this guy trying to climb up the brick fence. And it was just so silly and funny. I started sending it. Send it to Instagram. To like, I send it to some of the friends. The group threads. And then I was like, I got to show you. Because at this point with the music, it just made it funny. So then I, sh- I tell you, I'm like, I got to show you well, something. Well, you showed it also in like a team meeting, which yeah, was amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had a meeting directly after that. And we were just talking about like wild animals. And I was like, well, this actually just happened 10 minutes ago. And I sent the video to my team and they were just laughing like, oh my God, this is crazy. <laughs> so what was your experience when I showed this to you? Well, first of all, you're like, I don't need you to be scared. Um, I just got to show you something. And I'm like, yeah. what happened? Right. Cause clearly I didn't, to John's point, look out the window. No. Um, so you show it to me. And at first I was like, Oh, the music made it better. Yes. It made it more funny. Um, or funnier funny, rather, but then, say. um, the only thing that I took away from it was two things that I can't stand. One, there's such an influx of daytime raccoons, right? <laughs> Didn't you tell someone and they were like, aren't they supposed to be nocturnal? Yeah. I, it's like four of the people I had told, they're like, oh, you know, they're like nocturnal. I'm like, I get it. Like, oh, you know, if you see them during the day, it means they're sick. I'm like, I get it. 
These ones are not sick. They're not bumping in the walls. They're not no. foaming at the mouth. They're not like this thing was fucking climbing up. Yeah, the, like this, he, this he, had like his, he had his, uh, what is this? Wits. Your, your wits, but your motor, his motor skills. Yeah, we're great. We're great. Like this guy was not sick. We just have daytime, daytime raccoons. raccoons. Remember the one that was trick or treating? <laughs> so <it was laughs> that like, one may have been sick though. Yeah, I don't know. I felt like that one was fucking smart. <laughs> so then anyway, so the thing that made me sad was I didn't realize raccoons could climb bricks essentially that have no <laughs> nothing to like pull themselves up onto right right but you were saying because of their opposable thumbs and their fucking claw hands yeah right they can which now makes me terrified if i'm working in the music room and there's that little ledge one day maybe scaling up the fucking front of our house or the back of the house at the vegas window yeah. could be a raccoon it could be i don't think it's i let's not go that far let's hope not but i hope they don't go that far i hope they just stay at the 15 foot mark yeah so anyways i thought that was just some craziness so we'll, we'll post that video Whoa. in full on the facebook and instagram so go check that out that's that's on there right now if you guys want to check it out but that was the weird shit for the sponsorship of the week that's right sponsorship of the week <laughs> So I think this week our big big topic is wedding anniversary, dun, right? Dun dun dun. What do I have for that? Let's see. Yay! And our we made it. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> we made it three years. We somehow survived three years of pandemics and new houses and just <laughs> new everything, life. new life. But. John and I have been together for basically 13 years. So I 13 mean, 13 years in April. Yeah. Jeepers. Jeepers creepers. Yeah. So it was our three year wedding anniversary. Our mm -hmm. The our, only thing we've done as long as our relationship is school. Huh? We went to school for like high school for like. I've, I've worked now longer than I've been in school. I feel like. Really? 12 years of high school, three years of college oh, damn, let, oh yeah. my god we're getting old that's wow 15 okay. years of work 15 years of schooling damn we're maybe on the even 50 50 maybe even less because i didn't really study for much tests <laughs> look at me now i got a podcast i work in a basement <laughs> i'm doing something all right all right all right all right all right so anyway what was i gonna say is that um and the good news is sorry three years three years in and neither one of us are <laughs> whipped yeah. <laughs> um so, so one of the things I would say is I was pre pan not even pre pandemic, pre Omicron variant, mm. right? Back in the winter, I was making the joke of, oh, it'd be so awesome if cause things felt like they were, you know, slowing down. Could we do a three year anniversary giant party? Right. right where we could wear like our actual dress and suit again and like rent out a bar and like do all these things. And then like, obviously Omicron happened and then Ontario shut down. And so we couldn't really do anything or at least plan anything. But then going into the week, we're obviously like, okay, things are slightly opening up again at like 50% capacity. So we were like, let's do what we typically have done year over year for the last three years is go back to queen West, mm. go to dinner, right? Walk outside the great hall. Um, and then like watch the amazing wedding video that you built. Yes, definitely. So, um, yeah, so we were, the first wedding anniversary was right before the pandemic hit, February mm -hmm. of 2020, and it was quite nice. It was, uh, that's okay, I muted you. Uh, so, yeah, the first year anniversary was a lot, <laughs> first, I had to mute Val because she was going to go sneeze, so we're just going to pause this bad boy real, real quick. So, yeah, it was, um... We, you gave me a couple of different uh, restaurant recommendations for us to choose from. We picked a really good, good place called Bo Bomer. Bomer or Bomer? Bomer on Ossington. So two things. So the week of um, the 22nd mm. was a long weekend in Ontario right. and other provinces because of Family Day weekend. Right. So we went to a restaurant on Monday. Tuesday. Oh, we went to a restaurant Monday. Yeah, yes. for the 21st. Yeah. Then because... Um, John and I had to work a bit late on our actual anniversary, which is the 23rd. We're like, can we go out to dinner on the 22nd and do it up? But then on the 23rd, make like a fun at home dinner. 
Exactly. Right. Yeah. And so to his point, I gave three suggestions of different restaurants. We did a rehearsal dinner at um, the Good Sun, yeah. which was amazing. We rented out like half the side of the Good Sun and it was an amazing dinner there. We went there after the first year and the second year. No, just the first year. Where did we go the second year? Because we were in lockdown, we went to, we ordered the keg. Oh yeah, that's right. So we went down last year, we went down to the Great Hall. Uh, we had no one had their vaccines yet, or at least we didn't have yeah. them. And we walked out around the Great Hall and, mm-hmm. and visited the house that we rented. And then we tried to find a restaurant; nothing was open, so we picked up uh, food from the keg, That's which was right. still good. Too. It was still fine. I mean, it's obviously just different, but we were like, "Where do you go? What do you do?" Yeah. Like it wasn't as set up as it is like now. So anyway, I found um, Bomer. Mm-hmm. Um, Mama Cuss. Yeah. Or I She's my favorite singer of the Mama and the Papas. Oh, boy. Keep going. Then also, um, what you want to call it? Man- Mangia? Mangia. 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 And so I think you said you wanted to try Bomer. Yeah. Or Bomer. We yeah. can't figure it out. I think it's Bomi Ver. <laughs> I love the song, In a Sense. Uh, I don't know. All right, all right, that didn't work. Right. Oh, boy. Um, so anyway, so then uh, it was really awesome. It was pretty mild yeah. that Tuesday night. And so uh, we drove, we got dressed up, yeah. right? We went out regular Tuesday night in Toronto and Queen West. Uh, we first went to the restaurant. Yeah. And what did you think of it? I thought it was really nice. I thought it was, it was really cool inside. It was very, very empty. Yeah. Again. But it was very big. Like if it was a smaller restaurant, I yeah. don't know if it would well, feel yeah, I'm as sorry. Empty. It wasn't very empty. It was just, it wasn't, it wasn't bumping like, yeah. uh, like a Friday night at a restaurant. But I mm-hmm. thought the atmosphere. Or Saturday night at Angler, apparently. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I thought it was really cool. The wait, the wait staff was great there and everything. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I just liked what was on the menu, but I liked our server was great because she gave us her recommendations and she's like, you know, I actually were, I was thinking about getting the steak or the veal or the veal. And she's like, you know, one of the things I recommend is the chicken here. And she's like, you know, usually you wouldn't recommend the chicken because it's just like the lower chicken. It's the lower price point, but she's like, it's the sauce that comes with the chicken. That's so good. And I was like, I was kind of thinking chicken too, because we were going to have maybe meat for our home dinner the next day mm-hmm. for like our actual anniversary. So like I was red like, meat, yeah. yeah, I was like, you sold me on, on the chicken. So I got the chicken. Yeah. Well, I was going to even say back it up a bit. Mm. One of my things is it's like, okay, let's get an appetizer. Like let's make oh, a yeah. day of it. And I think one thing that John and I are, although this week less guilty of is we can go to a restaurant and for some reason you and I will be done in like 45 minutes, <laughs> right? We're like, we've ordered different things. We're, mm. we're like, we're out. So we each got like a nice drink. Like I think I got like a really awesome gin and tonic. Yeah. Um, it was called like the last resort. Mm. And then we got grilled octopus, which yes. was delicious with like little roasties and tomatoes. Yes. Um, And like and this you, awesome bread. Do you like octopus typically? Yeah, I love it. I don't think I've had much octopus. Not my favorite. Really? Well, what's the one, or maybe it's not you, but isn't there someone who's like, oh, you know, calamari I don't love because like... You're the eating- tentacles? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I love calamari, but octopus... But do you like, you know how some people only eat the rings of calamari? They don't actually yeah. eat like yeah. the full yeah, yeah, yeah. one? Do you have, do you dodge those ones? I prefer the ring. I am a little weirded out by the calamari with like the tentacles and the octopus sounds like... I liked I like it a lot, but yeah. I wouldn't eat it all the time because it is a little weird to be like, oh, I'm eating an octopus because octopus scare me. Okay, well they are terrifying, but you don't see the full thing. No, I know. And that. then the second thing what I would ask is, do you eat? Do you only like? And I should know this calamari that's been breaded, or would you eat it non-breaded? Because we pref- we typically always get breaded when we go out. I prefer breaded. I would eat it unbreaded, but I okay. prefer breaded. What What about you? I like it both ways, but I just feel like it's more vastly. <laughs> Um, I like my calamari both ways, but I feel like it's more, um, prevalent with bread on it, but I love grilled octopus. I just find a lot of people don't do it well. Would you ever eat a chocolate covered? Cricket? I was like, what's happening? (laughs) Sorry. Chocolate covered cricket. Just out of curiosity. Yeah. I did at my old job. Oh, how was it? Two jobs ago. Remember the guy who used to eat vegetables without holding him? 
Yes, yes, right? I do. He brought like a box of them to mm. our work. And like one afternoon, me and the other editors were like hanging out and me and Sal were like, what's that? And yeah. he's like, chocolate covered crickets. And he's like, you guys got to have some. And we're oh, like, damn. okay. But then he's like, just, they just taste like, like chocolate with hazelnuts. So yeah, I've had one. Mm. The psychology of what I was eating was disgusting. Right. So would I do it again? Unless we were on the amazing race? No. Okay. That answers my question. But then I had the veal. You oh, had the chicken, the chicken, and then, yeah, we had, like, amazing drinks yeah. and stuff. No desserts. So we were too full. Too full. Very, very good. We quite enjoyed it. And then, yeah, we st- we stayed there longer than we usually would at a restaurant. Like almost two hours. Yeah, and then we're like, you know, let's go for a walk down and go visit the Great Hall. Yeah. How- well, f- first, I was going to say we're like, okay, one, the first time I've been wearing heels in about two years. Right. Outside of Maddie's wedding. And even that day, I don't even remember if I wore heels. Okay. Um, so I was like, okay, we were like, let's walk to the Great Hall, which was like less than a block away. Uh, no, I'd say it's a block and a half. You had to walk down to Queen and then Queen over. <laughs> okay. Give yourself some credit. Uh, I'll try. And then, um, what you're going to call it? We also walked to our house. That we rented. That we rented on Dover Court. That's right. Um, which was amazing. So when we walked by the Great Hall, we're like, is this shit bumping? Like, mm-hmm. what's going on there? Yeah, there was an event going on that we weren't a part of. I know. And so it was so sad, Pants, because I was like, I just want to go in and be like, this is where I got married. <laughs> so it was so nice to see because I will be heartbroken if, you know, much like other businesses that have had to go under in the pandemic, if the Great Hall ever closed. Like, to me, it is like just we never looked at any other location for our wedding. No. Right. Benoit suggested it based on an interview he did. Yeah. And, yeah, him was and like, DJ Dally is like, Oh yeah, I know. I've been to a few weddings there. It's fantastic. Yeah. So we actually never looked at any other locations in the city. Yeah. We did um, that with a few things. Yeah. We based our wedding on recommendations. Yeah. Which and, is one of the ways I would do it too. Well, I mean, we had a bitch in wedding, so yes. Yeah. Um, so that was really fun to just walk by the great hall. I think it's always funny cause you and I take the picture on the opposite side of the street near bar poet, mm. but whenever the traffic comes, you know, they're like laughing at you. Cause they're like, Oh, look at these tourists. It's like, bitch, please. It's my anniversary. Exactly. We just got married here. Give us a break. I know so we just was- got married here three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. It was also fun just to reminisce and talk about the wedding day and this and that. And then before we go forward for anyone who hasn't heard the stories, just give, don't tell the story, but tell them, Two things that happened to you before the wedding that were really stressful. Oh, yeah. Well, we talked about it, um, what you want to call it, on Friday when we saw Sean and Tesla. But it was like two weeks before our wedding. Um, I didn't have a dress because my original dress got torched in a fire. Yeah. Right. And then they waited uh, a week to tell me that it was not OK anymore. So it got torched three weeks prior. You got you basically had less than two weeks to find a brand new wedding dress. Yeah. And so that was a little bit of a bitch. And then I also had no teeth or two. Yeah, my you're, front teeth. You're missing, you're missing a tooth. And so that was a bit of a bitch. So, so if you want to hear those stories in full, download hashtag 605 wedding yeah. uh, from the podcast to hear the three, we had three episodes about getting married and it's uh, quite entertaining. But even those whole seasons, it's all the like the shenanigans that happened because it's like there are no, there is all comedy of errors. I mean, at the time it was painful as fuck, but probably it all just adds to our memoirs. Everything worked out. You had your teeth and you had a new dress in the end. So it worked. I obviously would not want you to lose your tooth again or anything. No, but I think one of the things, so um, when we were at dinner, we, this is, this is what I would love to say about our, our, this year's wedding week. John and I always make a joke about doing, we almost need a B side podcast where we could talk about like all the real life behind the scenes. Yeah. And we were like, we don't have one. So it's like, obviously on the podcast, we've done like some really somber episodes, like the triple stabbing, right? Me losing my teeth, me losing my dress. (laughs) I don't feel like you have anything that happens to you. Um, There was one time I went to the dentist and they said I had a slight case of reversible gingivitis. (laughs) You really don't have anything happen to you. What are you talking about? Things that don't happen to me. I got... I'm starting fights with people outside of Blondie's Pizza. I'm honking people and they're giving me the finger back. (laughs) I mean, I I don't know. I I don't have any physical pain. I broke broke my thumb making chicken five years ago. Five years ago? That was like 12 years ago. (laughs) 
right? Yeah, anyway, so one of the things that I loved about this year for the wedding anniversary was that at the restaurant, despite it being such a busy week, there's so much stuff happening behind the scenes. John and I actually, and I took stock of this, we didn't talk about anything real life. All we did was reminisce about the wedding yeah. and that weekend. And what I loved, and I wrote this in my Instagram post, was that our wedding had so many large milestones. And John and I kind of like live any big event or adventure by milestones. But then we kind of took stock of all the small behind the scenes, little things that happened. And there were even like things I don't even remember. Like you said, I never told you before, like some like funny moments with like Lil, like when we were getting dressed and stuff, like obviously some stuff like with filming with Sean and stuff. And so I just, one, I loved hearing about it because I think it's, you know, it's all the in-between moments that also make a wedding experience funny mm-hmm. and fun and like can being like sitting out on queen street yeah. at the end of the wedding right and stuff like that like i love i loved it all right and i think that was one thing it's like our wedding had just so many cool moments and going back through the pictures and the videos it was outstanding but i really like the t- celebrating it this year what was your favorite part of the wedding day or maybe top two or three things from the actual wedding itself because there's a lot of obviously high points yeah points and everything i mean i think there were a lot of it's it's really hard to say because it is those milestones it's like okay i have to think like we got to get over our vows right because mm. that's a speech mm. like we, you and i basically gave like seven speeches yeah for sure and for someone who hates speech giving we had to, i had to do so many like you're an amazing public speaker well it's so, funny too because you're very outgoing more outgoing than i am but you don't love public speaking but yeah. you're also very good at it yeah it was funny yesterday night when we were babysitting savannah and carl came home it felt like he paid me a compliment what's that see you don't even remember because he never pays me them oh so, boy like, <laughs> It was the same thing we always say about like Chris or anyone. It's like we make friends easily, like where we can make somebody feel comfortable in a room, right? And so he's like, oh, you know, I went out to a party and he's like, this person was very much like you, like outgoing, very accessible, brings people in kind of thing. And so that made me feel happy. I think the one thing I loved about our wedding was everyone in the room are the best people because they are all that type of personality. Mm -hmm. And like, I love seeing unique people people who don't have a relationship talk to each other all right all right all right so there's that one awesome picture of like um our cousin mark in boston like doing drinks with like marina from work doing drinks with like tammy from like um like blue ant like all of these different like friend groups become hanging out but i think personally for me it was also like doing um and we spoke about this on tuesday Things that you and I said, even though we never thought about getting married, it was things that were very important to us before we even met each other, getting to do on stage or Mm -hmm. getting to like have play at the wedding for you is like come downstairs and say hello. By Guster. By Guster. was our first dance. Right. Me getting to play stay. Like I used to perform that song with like Lil and the high school friends in the basement when we were in high school. Exactly. It's uh I'm just trying to introduce something new here. So, um, yeah, you stay is one of your all time favorite songs, right? Mm-hmm. And for any, too. anyone who doesn't know stay, this it's is actually just, is my all time favorite song. Is it? Yeah. Oh, damn. We hooked up Bluetooth to our soundboard. <laughs> and so, as you mentioned the songs, I can kind of play it in the background mm-hmm. right now. And so when, when did you like first fall in love with this song? Um, well, when I heard it on Zuropa, but then when Brandon actually performed it, um, for, I think a battle of the bands. And I really liked it cause I always remember him playing it in the basement. Right. And then it was just, it, it, I think I said this in the wedding speech, which we were supposed to watch the unedited version. I know I gotta do it. Um, what's your gonna call it? I think we said this in the speech is that this song always makes me remind me of Brandon coming home from England when he moved there. Right. Um, and so it was so nice to just perform that with everyone with a quartet. Well, you know, what's cool is let's give people a 15 second snippet of you guys performing stay. This is from our wedding. This is you, the band and the quartet performing stay 15 seconds. You ready? Go. That was 
about to say that's the crowd, but okay. I know. <laughs> well, what do you, so what, what were the other two songs you performed? Because I can play snippets yeah. for everybody. Um, we ended up doing, the second song was Arkell's. Um, oh my God, never, never thought, thought that, that this would happen. So which is, here's a snippet. <laughs> Okay. And the final song was Ultimate Party Anthem, I Believe in a Thing Called Love by the Darkness. I'll post these videos yeah. on Instagram too if you want on the page. But yeah, I love the Bluetooth feature. Isn't that cool? No, it is. It's amazing. I think the thing is when we spoke about the little moment. So um, for those friends who have gone on the journey, you're probably like, oh, I know the three songs are from your yeah. wedding, whatever. But you might not know like the behind the scenes, behind the scenes. So originally Stay wasn't even on this track list. No. Up until like four months before the wedding. Originally it was supposed to be um, I've Just Seen Her Face by the Beatles. Which I'm glad it wasn't because there are three songs that are supposed to be very meaningful to all of us, to yeah. both of us, you and I, and uh, I can get yelled at for it, but I don't, I don't love the Beatles. Oh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> let me wait, hold on, I got, let me say that again. Those are some fighting words. I know, I do not love the Beatles. They're fine. They're just on my favorite band. So that song. You can't see me, but I'm shaking my head. It was in the same conversation on Friday with Sean and Tesla. John tried to compare his love for Kanye West to the love for the Beatles. Yeah, but you know what I'm thinking is my, my opinion yeah. is I like Kanye West's music mm-hmm. a million times more than I like the Beatles music. Mm-hmm. It's my opinion. It's not wrong. No, no, no. It's definitely if, not If wrong. I said the Toronto Blue Jays won the World Series in 2019, then I'm wrong. <laughs> my opinion is I just like Kanye West's music better than the no, Beatles. No, that's fair. That's fair. But, uh, but my point being was, yeah, that's a great song and it sounded great, mm-hmm. but that song means nothing to me. Yeah, Whereas and we were the trying arc- to do like VH1 Storyteller, so yeah, to John's point, that's true. And you know, you the U2 song I never heard until I met you, and when I hear that song, it makes me think of you, and I mm-hmm. like all these things, so it made more sense to perform these three songs. And it was in the engagement video, which we'll that watch on our 10-year anniversary. You won't let me watch our engagement video. It's far video. too sad. <laughs> so, um, but then the second song was... Um, we already talked about it. Yeah, yeah. the Arkells. I don't think... That one was like a wild card because you were very much like these lyrics are similar to like our story to a degree. Because we always love, obviously we love the Arkells and I think they performed that the first time we saw them at Massey Hall. And I think life changing. it was life changing. And I was like, I love this song. And then mm-hmm. when I, when you read the lyrics, I'm like, oh, they always reminded me of you and I. And mm-hmm. so I think we both agree like, yeah, this, this fits then into mm-hmm. our story and everything. It was definitely, would you say it was the hardest song to perform? Yes. Especially because even on the wedding day, I didn't perform it. So then, um, what you can call it. So one of the things was, if you're ever planning to do something, this was one of those in-between moments when um, it just, everything came together and it was like magic. So I think we mentioned, if you go back and listen to the wedding podcast, like season, um, the quartet that I found, the Tonbow Quartet Mm. with Bijan, I saw them in our building tower performing. Mm. And then I contacted their communications person of our building to get Mm. the name and like all this stuff. But the first time Bijan came to the studio, who's like the lead of the quartet, he ended up coming to play with us. And it was that magical moment as if you'd just been like accepted into Narnia. Right. Right. And all of a sudden you have like strings behind you and you're like, what is this? Oh, that's another layer. It it was such an amazing depth of sound. So it was outstanding for... The Arkell song, there's that middle part of the bridge where we usually in our band says, fuck the bridge, yes. which we obviously couldn't get it. And it kind of sounds like, I don't even know, like the middle chunk of like live and let die and stuff. And it, it like goes all over the place. The strings add so much For sure. texture because it's chaos. Um, but it was so hard to nail um, I was doing, I was allegedly doing piano for that song, except um, <laughs> because there was an un, um, what is it? Unprovoked rotation in 
instruments, right. the piano was not hooked up properly right. for the Arkell song. So despite me ruling the band and like running, <laughs> running like rehearsals, like a drill sergeant, I in fact let down the team. <laughs> but it still sounded amazing. No, and, it was still amazing. I get it. It's but just, I didn't have my solo. I know, I know. But the performances were, were unbelievable. And, and I, then the third song mm. was The Darkness. Yes. I Believe in a Thing Called Love, yes. which you just heard. And for me, there's one house party we had before we went to. It would be the usually if we would pre-party at our house. And before we go out, the last song we would play is I believe in a thing called love. Get everyone fucking riled up. But this is where like our peak era of partying, where we had about 30 to 40 people in our apartment and they were standing on our furniture. Yeah. Like John would never be okay with this. Not any, now. 100%. And this is not like pre-partying, like, oh, you have like six of your friends over. No, for, like, this was this a was party. This was like a party before the party. The party before the party. Yeah, right? The shirt before the, shirt the, before before the, the shirt. shirt. And so like, I just remember Alba being on our couch, right. full blown, white t-shirt sweating. Yeah. Like dancing to this and like Nick, like screaming. Yeah. And so I think this is the point where I'm like, it just, it was everything to me. And it was a band like I discovered through you. Yeah, oh, I love the darkness. They're not just Although a one-hit wonder. I really didn't because I did the air guitar Well, you know, competition. you didn't discover them. Yeah. Everyone knows the dark. I appreciated them. Yeah. You just probably only knew the one song. Yeah. But I said, no, there's way more songs. Yeah. And so I, whatever. Cocktails. Uh, my, yeah, I also loved uh, on our anniversary night, like you said, watching the videos the, and, and uh, the performances. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say the wedding video that we made from our wedding mm -hmm. is by far the best wedding video you you would ever see. And I'm not just saying that <laughs> it's by far the best. Like I can, I've seen. Well, it's not generic. No, but it's just, it's different. It's not super polished, which again, I think people that they get married and they want very polished pictures and videos. I don't like that. I kind of like the down and dirty, you know, it's just, it's a little grainy. It's, it's a little dark. It's, it's, candid exactly so mm -hmm. when we were watching the video i'm always like oh wow we put this together the music is great the clips the editing well, notable shout out to uh best man and videographer sean batty yeah he filmed him and i filmed the whole thing basically which is bananas like all of us were on the clock in different ways but in our wedding video sean's like i'm done i'm done yeah right and then like starts partying but like so appreciative of course of i that. just think the video is amazing of I, course I, it is the director's cut you hid from me was amazing <laughs> and we've shown it to people and like who wants to watch someone else's wedding video but i think people love watching our wedding video totally it's awesome so is there yeah, anything else you want to talk about from the wedding weekend or week or of whatever? course i do we didn't even talk about the rest of the damn week all right well we're at 50 minutes already so then on our actual wedding anniversary we made a dinner but i don't remember what we made i have no idea what we made either no idea it was uh or did we get no 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 we made something you pre-made it yeah i forget but I either forget way too. we made something hopefully it was delicious peri, peri chicken maybe. maybe maybe i don't know i don't know and then um <laughs> we ended up going through the week and then impromptu friday night which was amazing. Yes. Sean and Tesla texted and they were like, yo, do you guys want to go out for a random dinner? And we we're like, yes, yes, because it's been a long week. Let's mm. keep the party going. And where do we go? We went to the Wood Owl. On the Danforth, which is a brand new wine bar. Yeah, I guess it's like co-owned with the Wren. The Wren. And so that was like, yo, straight up, friends. If you're looking for amazing wine, amazing food, amazing decor, great music that scales from the doors to Kenny Rogers to Arcade Fire, um, go to the Wood Owl. <laughs> so we actually went in and like, I think <laughs> unbeknownst to all of us, we ordered like a $130 bottle of wine. <laughs> so then, um, but we had a lot of amazing food and then we ended up almost closing down the bar. I think we were like the second last yeah, people we were, like, there. Yeah, we were like one of the last people there, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and then yesterday we ended up babysitting yeah. Savannah for a few hours. It was really cool because she's seven years old. And, you know, we thought we'd go there and maybe watch a movie or, mm -hmm. or play on the iPad. But she wanted mm -hmm. to actually film and make a movie mm -hmm. and edit it in clips and iMovie, yeah. which was that was our whole night was filming this movie of you and her with her My Little Ponies mm -hmm. and then her directing how she mm -hmm. wanted it and then like editing it with us in real time in totally. the iPad. It was really cool to see. I was like, can we post a clip? But we'd probably have to ask Carl. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe. Yeah. We're, we're, we're posting clips of like raccoons and us performing. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, is Priorities. There any, is there anything else from the weekend you want to talk about? Um, 
I guess my only thing from wedding week is, does it feel like it's been three years? Oh, obviously I put my wedding dress on. You didn't put your suit back on. Uh, no, I didn't put my suit back on. Fails. I said soup. Soup. <laughs> right? Uh, so you, you, I think that's your tradition is to take a picture of you in a new like mundane uh, pose in your mm-hmm. wedding dress, like mundane. Reading. First of all, no. But first I mean, of all, what we had no cigars and we weren't on the balcony. Second year, we couldn't go anywhere because it was the fucking onset of the pandemic with zero vaccines, right? Third year, I was working, so in between, and this was the best part because I told you leading into it that I'm like, I want to do this. Can you do it with me to take a picture? You're like, yes. But then I had seven minutes in between one work meeting and another work meeting that I had to be on camera for. And then I was like, just come down in my wedding dress. And you're like, what the fuck? Wait, 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 wait. Tell the story again. You just do it again. What? You had how many? (laughs) I had seven minutes to come down, get dressed up, take a picture, go back upstairs in regular work clothes. So when I came down the stairs, John's like, what the shit is happening right here? And I was like, you need to take a picture. You need to take a picture. So it was amazing. <laughs> love the Bluetooth. Yeah, it was great. It was an overall fantastic wedding week. Mm-hmm. I love being in my wedding dress. Like one, it's a good, it's a good gauge of if you've gained weight over the pandemic. I feel like I've lost Mm-hmm. Less than an inch. That's good. Because it felt easier to wedge myself into that damn dress. Yeah. Well, no, you look fantastic in your dress still, which is um, no, not, not that. No, it's Thanks, supposed to be. It's supposed to be. See, see if you make it to fucking year four. <laughs> but what I was gonna say is, we're gonna end this podcast. We made it to an hour, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. We have a huge bombshell of news for Twitter. Well, it was part of. The, it's a wedding. Wedding. It's a wedding miracle. It's a wedding miracle. So obviously our favorite show and our favorite celebrities are the and entire, my best friend are the cast of Jersey Shore. Your best friends with Snooky. Yeah, Snoopy. She, Snoopy. She sent you a video last year saying and happy Joey and Joey. They both sent you videos, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about them later on about events we've we've witnessed with them. But Snoopy and Joey sent you videos saying happy birthday and congratulations. Love the podcast. Love the podcast all this stuff. And we've obviously they've retweeted a bunch of our stuff mm-hmm. before. They've commented. I don't think we told people this story. I once tweeted to to Snoopy, Snooky. I said, "You're the Michael Jordan of reality TV," and she wrote back, "That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me," <laughs> which is awesome. But this week, when we we're watching Jersey Shore, because there's lots of family dra- vacation, family vacation, because there's so much drama mm-hmm. between the squad. Yeah, we have to see and check their Twitter and Instagram mm-hmm. to see if they're actually bitching about each other in real time, right? Yeah. And so I go on there and I'm following, I'm looking at the situation and he's saying, you know what? I appreciate my fans. I appreciate everyone. Hit me up if you want to follow from your boy, Sitch. And I said, BDS, I got two situation t-shirts. Give your boy a follow over here. (laughs) And the situation now follows me on on Twitter. It's your chaboy. It's chaboy. (laughs) (laughs) But it gets better. It gets better. So yesterday I saw that. He responds to fans on Twitter and you know what? I love Twitter and stuff like that because there's something so cool about seeing somebody you love, whether it's a musician, an athlete, a, a, somebody you admire, somebody you admire. And I, I admire Jersey Shore. <laughs> and so it's cool. And they respond. Like I remember years and years ago, my older sister, Jen, who loves uh, Lois and Clark, the Superman show from the nineties. I did not know where that was going. I was like, who's no, Lois? <laughs> but she loved, she loves yeah. or loved Dean Kane, And she tweeted him once and he wrote back to her. How cool is that? No, it is cool. I mean, I've, I've tweeted I mean, lots. Dean Kane back in the day. Oh, damn. <laughs> Shot, <laughs> Shots, Shots fired. fired. <laughs> <laughs> but it's something cool to people you admire, whatever. Yeah. So I tweeted the situation mm-hmm. I said, hey, Sitch, you and your wife, Lauren's, mm-hmm. should do a Jersey Shore rewatch podcast. It would be epic to see your perspective on the old situation. And situation retweeted, <gasps> requoted me and said, great idea. Oh, damn. And it got about 50 likes, including Mrs. Situation and, and the creator of Jersey Shore, Sally Ann, all liked and retweeted. My thing saying you should do a, a, a 
Jersey Shore rewatch and him saying great idea. So this is huge this is news. Huge. If they, if anyone on the show starts a rewatch podcast, it's because of our suggestions 100%. and the fans saying, do it up. We've been saying that forever. And even when we go on like Snoopy and J or Snoopy <laughs> and JOS, Snoopy and Joey's yes. like, um, loopable, right? Is that Loop, what it's called? It's called looped. Looped. Uh, Get I loopy with loop, Snoopy. Yeah, I think it's loopable. <laughs> um, what you're gonna call it. We always try and write that in the chat. Uh, yeah. In the comments. But it is one of those things. It's like, come on. It would be so good for them to do a rewatchable. Just talk about like how crazy they were yeah. in their 20s. Tw- Snooki can't do it because of Gianni. <gasps> but Lauren, Mike embraces the old situation. Yeah, but and I feel like to me, the, the people, it, it's RSVP who should be doing it. Yeah, that. well, I'm sure Ronnie, who probably needs a buck, will probably yeah. do it one day. But yeah. it should be Vinny and Polly do it together. Yeah, but now Sitch. Are- Sitch and Mr. Situation. Yeah, maybe it's MVP. Oh, damn. Uh, maybe it's BDSM. Oh. But I think that was pretty cool. So your boy's situations, follow me on Twitter. Yeah. We're interacting. We're talking. We're trying to collaborate. Yeah. I'm going to try and ask. come on the podcast. I'm, trying, I'm, going to, I'm going to send him a direct message. He said, please come on the podcast. He might do it. Who knows? He can amazing. phone in. we got Bluetooth now. So Yeah. The season's outstanding. Oh, 100%. Uh, did you just get it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our niece just texted would you rather be a snake or be a monkey <laughs> definitely a monkey uh yes so should we end this podcast yes. i'm gonna make dinner do you, do you have a band of the week something your song or anything that you're really digging this week didn't we say spoon spoon was last week oh, I, damn. I i have one but if there's something yeah, that you go want for it. So, oh uh, yeah, no, it was beach uh, house beach house yeah so beach house is a band i've known for quite quite a bit of time they're kind of like uh, I don't know how you describe them. They're just kind of dream pop, I guess, where mm-hmm. it's just kind of slower, melodical, whatever you want to say. Oh, you almost had it. I was like, look melodic. at you. Yeah. I know. <laughs> well, you said laughable. I mean, I don't know. Is I got loopable? Oh, boy. <laughs> but Beach House, I like a few of their songs, but they just dropped like a 25-song album uh, two weeks ago. The album's called From Once, Twice Melody, mm-hmm. and I just instantly fell in love with it. I think it's an amazing album. I said Spoon's new album and Beach House's new album are my two favorite albums of the year so far, and I, they're going to be on my top 10 list no matter what. Oh, damn. And this song, I've listened to it every day for the past week and a half now, and I think it's really cool. Uh, I mean, don't listen to it if you're going to go to a party or if you're trying to get pumped up. Yeah, it's not up. like hype music. No, definitely not. But it's great for the winter hours. And, and if you're trying to focus and working, you need a good album. So the song, the song. I was like puberty. <laughs> the song is called Over and Over from Beach House. So let's get into it. The song of the week by the band of the week is Over and Over by Beach House. So all the ways to get in contact with our asses, facebook.com slash live at 605 and instagram.com slash live at 605 and you can follow me and your boy situation on twitter and <laughs> instagram i'm at malencamp and i'm val gomez 23 on instagram twitter and tiktok and just leave us a comment on itunes it gets us that much closer to the news and noteworthy so until next week i'm your podcaster john i am val be easy i'm gonna go make dinner let's do it
John Mallon and Val Gomez.